No guards, no masters, only helpful advice. It's Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Kia ora Justine, how are you today? Morena, Rachel. I'm good, thanks. And you? Very well, thank you. Uh, Pleased to have your wise words this morning as we wade through some more dodgy employment situations from the listenership. So uh, what have you got there, Zoe? All right, this person says, Hi, Justine. Should I have to go to work lunches if we have to pay for our own meals? I don't love my co-workers enough to pay to eat with them. (laughs) Questions cracked me up. (laughs) the answer to that is any situation which uh, you're compelled to go to where you're having to pay um, at work is not a legal situation, so absolutely not. Um, I don't think you can be forced to go to a, lo- to a lunch with your co-workers that you have to pay for. It's a very strange situation, um, yeah, to even feel that pressure, I guess, because mm. it's like normal to feel sort of maybe socially pressured, but to feel like you have to go for work um, is a bit of an odd one. I would think that if companies wanted, you know, um, their employees to kind of get together like that in a really organised fashion and actually for everyone to go, that they would be paying mm, for that. For sure. For sure. So, yeah. so you can say no. <laughs> and, and You can absolutely say no. <laughs> and feel like you're in the right about that. Absolutely. Uh, we've got quite a few questions about hours today. This person's asked, uh, is there a limit for how many hours you're allowed to work in hospo? My shifts have been getting so long as we're short-staffed and I'm actually exhausted. Also, when I say I'm going to take a break, I get annoyed looks from my boss. Is there anything I can use to back up my argument as I'm planning on asking for shorter shifts and better breaks um so this is actually a a bit of a gap in in the law uh where there isn't actually um a set sort of um maximum hour for how long a shift can be right what there is though is there's regulations around fatigue right because fatigue poses a health and safety risk Mm -hmm. um in in any industry um so so the employer has a responsibility to manage uh fatigue and to make sure that your hours are safe and that you're not getting fatigued. And I know that sounds a bit vague, but under the Health and Safety at Work Act, it's actually quite serious. Mm-hmm. And people have been taken, you know, to, to court or um, there have been personal grievances, um, you know, regarding, like, not um, employers, like, basically working um, workers to the point where they, you know, they can't function and mm-hmm. they're fatigued and then they make a serious mistake. And then whose fault is it, right? Um, so, so or, or they go home, or they you know drive home and they have an accident, yeah. like for instance, as an example. So it is a really serious health and safety thing, managing fatigue. There's a really, there's some really good resources on the WorkSafe um, a website about it, and I would just maybe go there and have a read if I were you. Um, it's, this is definitely something a, a union can help with. So, for instance, um, the union I work at, we um, do negotiate maximum hours and uh, maximum sort of breaks between shifts. Cool. Um, into the contract, so that's just something you know you can do with the union. Um, but also, if you um, you can actually contact WorkSafe if you think you're working unsafe hours. Okay. <laughs> so um, WorkSafe is yeah, so it's supposed to be the agency. Sorry, and just one more thing, um, the breaks not acceptable. Yes, that's illegal. Yeah, I was going yeah. to say, uh, aren't we legally entitled to a particular sort of length of break or number of breaks? How does that work, Justine? Yeah, so you're legally entitled to, um, uh, if you're working, so every four hours, a 15-minute break and a, and a half an hour unpaid break in a full shift, which it would be an eight-hour shift mm-hmm. so in the middle of that, um, and that's your legal entitlement. Um, and uh, <laughs> just fuck them. <laughs> they look annoyed. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just unbelievable. And they're, you know what, what they're doing is they're pushing their short staffing 
stuff onto you and they're making it your responsibility. If not, they need to hire more staff or, you know, sort out their business better. That's their problem. One other thing about this, what's a good way to maybe raise this? Because if you're sort of trying to bring it up with a boss who's possibly not going to be super sympathetic to hearing what you have to say, do you want to go straight in and be like, you know, work safe, uh, the Health and Safety Act. Do you want to go in hard like that, or would you suggest sort of trying to hit them in the middle somewhere first? I always would approach it as being like, I'm actually, um, you know, this is obviously a problem for me, but also you have to think about the risk that it poses to you, and I don't mean in a legal sense. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, you know, it is in your interest as well that we figure this out, and it's better because I'm also not working at my best. Yes. And, you know, like, so I always kind of, I would always like point to them the reasons that they might want to sort it out. I know that might sound a bit silly, but, you know, like for, for them to have majorly fatigued workers um, working ridiculous hours, um, you know, it, it's a risk to them. It, it poses significant risk to them. I mean, firstly, I'm, I mean, if you're in hospital and you're frontline, customer service is, um, mm. you know, you're not going to be at your best. But more than that, like, to and from, it's, it probably will increase the level of sickness. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah, so for it's sure. like people are more likely to be off sick if they're gonna if they're gonna be worked to the bone. So, you know, I would just say I would just point out it's actually also in their interest. And um, again, collectively is a good way to raise this. But I would say like oh, you know, you want to have a sit down, and think about what you can do to to sort of um, deal with this issue because it is um, impacting you, and you're not yeah, you're not sure. I would totally. just be honest, like. Yeah. We've just had a text from someone who says, record your meeting. Is that good advice, do you reckon? Absolutely. Cool. Um, you are, yep, you can record a meeting, uh, just uh, and that, that's all good. Um, the other thing is you can just take notes, but you should always have some kind of note. Yeah. Um, some Petrial. kind of record of a meeting, 100%, with dates um, and everything. So, yes. Sweet. Okay, cool. Good to know. What else have we got here, Zoe? All right, this person says, can I get in trouble from my employer if they find out I'm looking at joining or starting a union in my workplace? Not legally, no. Right. Um, but <laughs> unfortunately, in um, the you know wild west of um, employment uh, mm. <laughs> relations in Aotearoa, because we don't have like um, great uh, regulations, we don't have great enforcement of the law. Right. Um, you know, we, we have had instances of people um, not getting in trouble, but of there being sort of, you know, bosses hitting back at people for trying to unionise. That, that's always a risk. Um, it is illegal. <laughs> and yeah. You do have recourse. Um, to be honest, in New Zealand, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's pretty rare, but in my experience, it's, it's rare in the sense of, like, a lot of employers will know that there's a big risk to them if they <laughs> yes. if they do something like that, especially because this is someone who does know their rights. They're looking into mm. their rights. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, when you join a union, you can join. Um, you have a choice either to join via payroll or with just your a direct debit. So you don't actually, until you're at a point where you have enough people and you're ready to actually unionize, you don't actually have to tell them. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's on and, your terms. And the safety in numbers, right? So totally. you can't. Um, they can't, yeah, they can't go after all of you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, we've got one last one that's just come through from someone who says, uh, hey, at my workplace, uh, there is a chronic problem of people working over their hours for no pay. It's so normalised that everybody just does it now and there's a real pressure to work even when I've said I'm not working, this is past my shift time. How do I deal with this? Because it is exhausting and I'm not getting financially compensated for this. How do I deal with dodgy overtime? 
<sighs> that's also illegal. <laughs> yeah. That's just illegal. That's, yeah, that's not, you got to be paid for the hours you worked, okay? So what's in your contract? All you need, to, all you, you actually, I think you and your coworkers, I, you need to encourage them to go over what's in their contract. Let them know that, you know, they're being basically, they're working for free. They're, they're, they're letting themselves be stolen from. I mm. mean, if, um, if, if I walked into a store and stole $120 worth of things, I think I'd get arrested, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's theft. <laughs> it's wage theft. It's literally a crime. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, not an that's not an like a that's not a norm like that can't be an like, that just can't be a norm um i know that it do, it, is, it does happen i'm not saying it doesn't happen it's just like it's really up to us to stand up for ourselves um and i yeah i mean just like maybe if you want to talk to your coworkers and like calculate how much they would have been paid even if just in like a six month period yeah working over time they've been working yeah um you know yeah it's totally that's totally illegal um and yeah if you you know you've got a certain amount of hours if you go over that you need to be you need to be paid so you know if you're full-time it's 40 hours if you're over that you need to be paid most people you know for overtime it's you get paid extra you get paid yeah. time and a half for overtime yeah so you you're getting the worst deal in the world. Yes, absolutely. Uh, definitely <laughs> one to talk to about your mates, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so get a uh, union, also a union can help with that. Yeah, get unionised <laughs> for sure. Hey, thank you very much, Justine. Great advice as always. Uh, we'll put all the links to the various places you can go to find your union or a bit more information about your rights in the podcast, and we will talk to you in a fortnight. Have a good one. Sounds great. Cheers, Rachel. Yeah, take that, the man. Red Dead Redemption with Auckland Union representative Justine Sachs. Thank you very much.